Hi, this is Pastor Brian Scott, lead pastor of Twin City Bible Church, bringing you another devotional from our Rooted series in Philippians. Today's text comes from Philippians chapter 2, looking at verse 12 and further down uh, in that section. Paul says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. He goes on to say, in regard to his own life and ministry and motivation, he talks about how they are to shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life, so that in the day of Christ, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Many of, uh, or much of what Paul is talking about in Philippians is obedience to Christ. He's demonstrating that in his own personal life of preaching the gospel and being imprisoned because of his obedience to the Lord. And he is instructing the Philippians to do the same. He gives an example of Jesus and his obedience uh, to the will of God the Father in becoming a servant in human likeness and living a life of humiliation for our sake and to glorify the Heavenly Father who made a way for us to be reconciled with him. And he turns to the Philippians and he says to them, because of that, I ask that you would obey, not just because I am with you because he's currently not with them, but even more so in my absence. My first job as a teenager in high school was working at Toys R Us. And it, it was much of the job entailed cleaning up um, after customers and straightening the Barbie aisle and the straightening the transformers and uh, helping customers find what they were looking for. During the Christmas season, it was uh, a very busy season as you could imagine and there was always extra temporary hirees um, who were brought on to help just with all of the demand of Christmas shopping. It was always frustrating because when the temporary hirees were around, they were not as concerned about the way that they worked when the boss was not looking. And so at the end of the night, when you're trying to get all of the aisles straight, all of the product pushed up to the edge of the shelf, to get ready for the next day, all the regular workers would be working hard no matter whether the boss was around or not. But those who were temporary would sit out, sit down, and, and then as soon as the boss was coming, stand up and act like they were working. And that was frustrating. Um, Paul is saying, in our walk with the Lord, don't be like that. I remember as a young Christian, uh, growing up with two strong Christian parents, I often made decisions based on my fear of punishment from my parents more so than my fear of the Lord. At some point, the fear of the Lord overtook my fear of punishment and has been a guide for the rest of my life up until now and will continue to be so. And Paul is saying, don't let the reason why you obey be just because I am with you personally, but that you would have a different motivation. 
In other words, let your motivation to obey not be merely external because of how you think I might view you or because of the shame you might feel because of me knowing you're obeying or, or rather not obeying, but internalize the motivation, the, the fact that God is watching you and as he puts forth in his motivation for his end of life is that one day you're going to meet Jesus and one day you will have to give an account to him. And so Paul is, is saying we need to have an internal motivation to obey. Um, and let me ask you a question. When you think about what are the reasons why you obey Jesus, is it because you have human accountability or do you recognize that you are accountable to God? In this season of pandemic, we have been um, so disrupted in our personal interactions. And the reality is, is a lot of the human interactions that would be motivating factors for us to obey the Lord simply are not there in the way that they used to be in, in, in person. And I encourage us to think about why why are you obeying? Or what is your motiva motivation to obey the Lord? Is it because you meet up with a group of folks who hold you accountable? Or is it because you recognize that you're going to be held accountable to the Lord himself? Um, the day of Christ is a day in which all of us will sit before Jesus and he will judge the living and the dead. He will judge, as he talks about in the Gospels, the sheep and the goats. And of course, if our salvation is in him, then we recognize that we will be, we will receive the reward of our eternal salvation. But more than just our eternal salvation, Paul is saying, be motivated for the reward of those that serve Christ. And there's a differentiation even in heaven of the reward that we receive based on our obedience. In another place in 2 Corinthians 5, he says, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade men. And he talks about that being the motivation for his ministry. And so I encourage us to consider in this season where we may not have as much access to personal accountability from other humans, um, to really think about what is our motivation to serve Jesus? Is it the fact that others may think poorly of us if we don't? Or are we motivated because we know we give an account to our Lord Jesus himself, who, by the way, lived a life of perfect obedience on our behalf. And when we make mistakes, we can fall on his perfect grace because of his perfect obedience. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for um, this day. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you would give us an internal motivation to obey Jesus. I thank you for my friends. I pray your blessing over them today in Jesus' name.